German from allthingsgerman.net, episode 5 from Friday the 2nd of October 2009. Comments and views on the news from Germany with Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley. Hello and welcome to Truly German, episode 5. Hello. Well, by now, Kathy should have her T-shirt mm-hmm. that was uh, produced and sent off. So I hope she's listening and has uh, got that. Um, you want another go? You want to try yourself this week again? Oh, I'll try again. One last time. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was a busy week because we had just a small match of a general election going on on Sunday. That was a big thing, yeah. And a big thing, you went to vote. That was a big thing. Yes, and you know what? My son asked me in the morning, he said, Mom, where are you going? I said, I'm going off to vote. And I said, I've never voted before. And he says, no, you're wrong. He said, you voted before because I went with you. And I said, when was that? And he said, well, it can't have been four years ago. It must have been eight years ago. <laughs> okay. He remembered it. He even told me what, you know, the polling station looked like and all that. I said, oh, gosh, that's true. So it was my second time to vote. Okay. I'd totally forgotten about that. Saw Mr. Roder? No, I didn't see you him You didn't there. see him? I mean, he was there. He was talking to me about Gordon Brown and Mary Queen of Scots and Elizabeth I and all sorts of... British political okay. issues. <laughs> well, I couldn't vote. I was just standing around. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So anyway, the uh, the uh, German Bundestagswahl was last week, Sunday, and the results look quite interesting. Have you seen the results? Just have a look. Um, I just read the headlines, it's and that was enough. They've, um, <laughs> okay, so the, you've got the CDU-CSU on 33.8%. SPD on 23%, FDP 14.6%. I, I read that was the lowest ever for the SPD. Yeah, I mean, they're down. I mean, CDU isn't doing that well, but mm-hmm. they're still up there, and FDP has got their best result ever. And the Greens yeah. made it into double figures for the first time. So they were, FDP and Greens are out celebrating. And, and like yeah, and it looks like the SPD is falling apart now. But did you see how much the, the linker got? No. 11.9%. I think if you, look in the, if you look at the sort of eastern states, they got only 20 or more percent, I think it was, without oh, uh, pulling cool. the figures up again. Hmm. So I was like, oh my God, you know, this is sort of... Shifting, yeah? That's not shifting. I mean, that is the, you know, um, shall we say, the successor to the previous various left-wing parties that uh, were in that part of the country. Hmm. So that's not really shifting much. What was a bit... Um, Shocking was the leaflet that we had uh, from the MPD on, that we read online about um, if they get voted, they're going to repatriate all the foreigners in the country. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me coming from but, them. But they were going to be nice enough to leave our social security rights in place so that when we get back to our country of origin, we could still claim for our pensions from Germany. Oh, yeah, okay, they weren't okay. going to cancel that. Okay, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't vote for them, yeah. um, was my thought at the time. I think it hasn't changed since. Okay, so at the moment it's looking as if we're going to get CDU and FDP, CDU, CSU and FDP, sorry, mm-hmm. so black and yellow. 
And have you been into this Uber hangman data business? What, what, what did you say? Uber, Uber hangman data. It's almost a German word to explain. Uber I'll put it on the data. list. Oh, I've never so it is one of this. If you study in German, <laughs> German politics, it's one of those nasty little things that you know is going to come up in every exam. It's how do we calculate the number of people in the Bundestag? Because every other country has, or I'll say most countries, mm-hmm. have a set amount of seats. So in England we've got our, I think it's about 652 MPs. And okay, that can change plus minus one as the boundaries change and the people move and things. And obviously the state has got a set number of seats in the Senate per That's state right, yeah. and stuff and Congress and things. And in Germany you have this sort of expanding Bundestag depending on the number of people who got directly voted in. So you've got the, your first vote for the person, you've got your second vote for the party. So although you've got the percentage coming from the party, mm-hmm. you can theoretically have a lot of direct votes going to particular people who then get their seats. And if, if you have more people from a party who get... I've got to try, I hope I get this right. If you've got more people in a party being directly voted in than their percentage of the entire vote, then their list is therefore no good. So they can't take people off their list because they've already got more people in than their percentage allows them. And that's the so-called Überhangman data. And that means that theoretically, with um, the CDU, CSU, FDP having... Uh, about 45% of the vote, they can still have a majority by having so many of these extra uh, MPs in there mm-hmm. that they've actually got a majority. So it's very complicated. Like I say, it's one of those things that you hear about, and it's actually been a, it's got a very important role this year because that's, that's how they get in their majority, as far okay. as I can understand. And it is a thing that you learn in German, and you learn it, and you know you're, you're going to be asked it every time politics is sort of the, one of the basic questions about the. Bundestag. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. But that was a tough one, though. <laughs> I could ask you which, car- which state that was, but I think that would be too easy. Um, <sighs> I'm rolling my eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now, one of the problems in Germany is that people don't like going to vote. Now, if you, you know, Australia has their um, voting laws. You must vote. Okay. I if you haven't voted by whatever time in the afternoon, the police come and pick you up. Okay. And so you're going to go and vote. Well, you get 100% turnout that way. Mm-hmm. And in Germany, we, of course, we have our turnouts in 70% or less. It was a low turnout, I heard. It was a low turnout. I mean, I mean the European ones are even lower. But, so. but um, yeah, so it was a fairly low turnout. And, but some people were doing their best to make sure it wasn't. Such as, I'll try and get the name right, Suleiman Eturk. Mm-hmm. This is a, the owner of a restaurant in Cologne called Kervanserei. And this is interesting. Who, anybody who went to vote last week, I'm assuming it's anybody, not um, on Sunday, and took a photo of themselves with their mobile phone voting. I mean, right, putting it in the box or something, not the crosses. <laughs> what are you yeah. voting for? Um, received a free dinner in his shop. Oh, that's a nifty idea. Yeah. And the, uh, the idea behind it was that um, he says too many people too many Turkish no too many people of Turkish origin I have to get this correct mm-hmm. so i.e. people from Turkey who have come here and have taken on German citizenship otherwise they couldn't vote on Sunday and too many of these people uh, just don't go to vote it's probably age related too maybe you know there's always 
Like maybe a young generation. Well, no, the young, well, do the young generation have German uh, passes? It's, it's a particular set of Turkish people who mm-hmm. have taken on German citizenship, but he says they don't go to vote. And he notes that he's seen, he saw so many people coming in his shop, and and he wanted to get them to go to, to actually you know to at least vote and right. maybe avoid particular parties getting into office. Um, that too, yeah, but <sighs> makes sense. Obviously, you can't say to someone now if you're done if you go and vote for this party, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or not for this other party. So he, you know, just you know, you just prove you went to vote, and I'll give you a dinner. No, I like this idea, yeah. and I think, you know, I'd like to appeal to the shopping uh, Dornbachstrasse to take on this <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> for the next it's, few elections. It's true, it's close to that uh, Camp King loading It's close place. enough to walk down there, right. yeah. Yeah, and um, then we could all have three dinners. I like that idea. Oh, very good. I'm wondering who else could do that, you know, I mean, they could have done it. Uh, Carver could have done a coffee for everybody that went to vote. Uh, a lot of places, I mean, if, if they could just come up with that idea and then just do it, because it attracts a lot of business, from, you know, mm-hmm. on anyway. Yeah. It's, it's a good promotional Pepperoni. item, and, yes. and it serves the country, you know. Pepperoni is closest to the election. <laughs> That's true. They could give out a, you know, a slice or two slices slice of pizza. pizza. A slice mm. of pizza on the way. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, when I first read it, I'm thinking, are you allowed to do this? Of course, why not? Well, you know, like I said, you can't say you go and vote for a particular party. Like yeah, you we say. can. But can you, can you really say you go and vote and I'll give you something for free? Why not? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason why, you know. No, there's no problem. I still like the dinner idea, so if, yeah, if, okay. if you're listening <laughs> in so you could um, <laughs> take this on for next time. Okay, so, um, there were no roads this time, were there? No, no. none at all. No I just roles. walked in, there was a couple before me. Uh, well, not at all from any of the parties. In fact, in fact, I think I can honestly say I don't think we had any leaflets from any of the parties either. You mean what leaflets? Well, you know, flyers through the letterbox, you know, what, they, what they're standing for. Oh, you mean the propaganda? Yeah. Uh, the the, the, the um, regular... No, there was nothing. There was we have uh, the policies. No? No, we didn't have anything. So, I mean, we it had It was very quiet. You had to read up on the net of what you... Yeah. What they were standing for and... Which I didn't. I just voted what I thought was right. Oh, we, we, we read up first. Mm. Did you try the Valo Mart? No, what is that? <laughs> that was a page that's got all the different policies in. Uh-huh. And they, uh, they asked you, it's a sort of independent... Site and it was asking you, you know, what do you think about this? You know, do you, do you ah, think we should? Yeah. Do you think we should uh, reintroduce the Deutsche Mark? Do you think we should uh, increase VAT or sort of stuff? And you would say yes, no, undecided. And at the end, it shows you here are the parties which most agree with you, <laughs> and I, why. I've done that once before, maybe. Yeah, you know. and that was. Do they match what uh, you uh, um, voted uh, for the, the end? Well, I didn't vote. That's just right. But, it, but the, one I voted, the one I may have... Well, I, I don't know what she voted for. So, she so doesn't it's, a, it's a secret. Oh, really? Okay. We may talk about it in advance, what mm-hmm. we think about the parties, but at the end of the day, each one of us decides in the booth. Mm. Um, but, this violent math actually came out, and the first line was one that I... I, I took one look and I'm like, no, I wouldn't believe that. And in fact, there were some parties where I thought I might more, have more alignment. Mm-hmm. was way out. So, mm. 
and then there were others where I was sort of like, I was thinking I'd never vote for them, and they're sort of fairly up, fairly up the top, and I'm thinking, yeah, because they're saying what I want to hear. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Okay, talking of saying what I want to hear, of course, I want to hear from you the right answers. <laughs> Keep on dreaming. Well, actually, I want to hear the wrong answers, because it would save me a T-shirt. Which, <laughs> You're um, right. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> so are you ready... Of course, I'll, I'll never be any readier than now. Okay. Well, I, I thought, you know, we'll, we'll try and make it a bit easier for you this week. Okay. You know, Thank you. Last chance to yeah. try and win the T-shirt. So <laughs> any fans out there listening who think they can do, do this, do better, okay, um, then drop us a line on the blog or in Facebook or somewhere and, and we'll try and make an appointment for a podcast. Um, but um, at the moment, I thought you might like this one. I think they're all, actually, I think almost all of these are, well, maybe. Um, we'll start off with the, um, with manga. You're aware mm-hmm. of manga and anime? Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Well, obviously, in, in Germany, there's quite a few fans of this um, stuff, which comes from Japan. Right. That's why I thought you'd like this one. Um, and as a result, um, last week was the German Manga Fair. And all the fans from various corners of the country came together and, well, dressed up, basically, in their costumes. I, can, um, um, I can't show you, because there's so much. Right. You'd, you'd recognise the town immediately, I'm afraid. So, um, but yes, they've all been dressing up and in their costumes of, you know, whatever figures they like from, from uh, manga, and have come together... To celebrate. Now, which sort of area of Germany do you think will be likely to hold this Japanese-style fair for manga and anime? Is it going to be in Berlin? Is it going to be in Hessen? Or is it going to be in Bavaria? Which do you think... Where would you hold the German... No. Manga fair. I would hold for it fans, in, for in fans of, For fans of Japanese... It's just what? what the, the fans... What, uh, oh, oh, the fans of the Japanese comic, comics didn't just want to go and see the books and the DVDs. They wanted to take part and, and uh, you know. Okay, well, uh, Bavaria I would rule out. Hessen, I would have heard about it. I would have guessed Düsseldorf, which is not on your list, because no, well Düsseldorf has the biggest Japanese community, it has universities... These are German, these are German right. people. Yeah, I know, I know, but, you know, wouldn't they usually cling together where there's even more manga and manga shops and a lot of supplies oh, you can get from Düsseldorf? I see. Uh, you know, the, the, the manga life is present there, mm. you know? So I guess I just have to say it would have to be Berlin, because Berlin would be the town with, you know gay parades and uh, all kinds of fairs and unusual events and uh, young trends. Interesting. It was held in 2002 for the first time in Ludwigshafen. Mm-hmm. And it says they came from all corners of Germany and there's all sorts of age groups there but two thirds of them are younger than 21. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Um, so where, where was it held? 
Well, uh, no, I'm reading the next bit that says that um, they didn't. Uh, the, there were some Japanese people there, and they were saying, "Well, you know, this isn't how we do it." These the people wearing sort of mini rocks and stuff, and, and they were saying, "You couldn't wear these costumes. This is mm. also tight and yeah. um, too much skin and stuff. You couldn't wear all this in Japan, so that we wouldn't be doing this fair. Wouldn't actually get to take place in the country that manga comes from." Yeah, you said Berlin, didn't you? Well, we yeah. are not far from Castle, but yeah, Castle. Did you mention Kassel? I said Hessen. Hessen. But I was, you see, my mind was focused on Frankfurt, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I didn't say Frankfurt. I, I know you Hessen. didn't say Frankfurt, yeah. 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 And uh, here you go. I can show you a picture of uh, what they look like. Oh, yeah. I'll put a link on the uh, oh, gosh, podcast yeah. entry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's manga, yeah. Okay. That's one down. <laughs> Two more to go the same way. This week, President Horst Köhler held a special um, dinner for 200 diplomats from the whole world, and they came together to celebrate in Schloss Horst. <sighs> Schloss Horst is the question, of course, in which county, but in which lender. But to help you, they held this big thing with all the diplomats. And um, I can read you the menu here. The menu was a traditional for this part of Germany. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, duck breast, mm-hmm. trout, <coughs> uh, sorry, trout on a bed of lentils, uh, beef roulade, uh, or yeah, tafelspitz. So again, beef, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to top this off, they had for dessert kiezer eagle. So pie, oh cheese and pie, sort of cheese and pineapple. Um, if you haven't heard the podcast, just in case you haven't heard the Pizza Eden podcast, so cheese and pineapple sticks, cheese and grape on sticks and stuff. Yeah, I guess, yeah you can vary it. So, would this have been in Saarland? Would this have been in Niedersachsen? Or would this have been in Nordrhein-Westfalen? That's a tough one. I'm totally clueless on this one. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I was reading and thinking, oh, that, so Kaiser Eagle is traditional to this part of Germany. You know, I was just thinking, yeah, Tafelspitz, you know, we mm. had that at a Franconian wedding mm-hmm. in Bavaria. Uh, the, the Rouladen, Bavarian, I mean, almost anything you read to me sounds Bavarian. And of course, there was no one of those states you mentioned, you And uh, the only thing was the Kaiser Eagle, because, I mean, of course, I can't speak for all of Bavaria, but... Um, I've never seen that served as a dessert, more like a snack. So I guess um, Niedersachsen, you said? What were the three states? Saarland. Saarland. Niedersachsen. Niedersachsen. And Nordrhein-Westfalen. Okay, I'm just going to be wild and crazy. I say Nordrhein-Westfalen. Niedersachsen. <laughs> And you must have been silent because you have moved your face. No, I still you, you need to decide between the two. I'll tell you one other thing that was on the menu. Mm-hmm. Pumpernickel cream. A cream of pumpernickel. You know, I've never lived in either one of these states, but pumpernickel cream. What's pumpernickel in Gas, German? Gaspacho. Yeah, but you're here, pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel cream. Yeah, but I know I've never Gas, had pumpernickel Gas, cream. Gaspacho or pumpernickel cream? 
Because well, Butchers is a fancy name for something German. <laughs> uh, uh, oh gosh, make, make it make it silent. Because no, I stick to my first choice. <laughs> not Rheinland-Westfalen. <laughs> Come on, don't do that to me. Okay, I'll read your, your, your final answer is not Rheinland-Westfalen. Uh, yes, I stick with my first choice. It's okay. wrong anyway. So. I have to read the rest to you then. So it wasn't. So it was served with Rheinwein. Mm-hmm. They're called Rhein. So there is no leader's accents out, there's probably one of the other two. Westfälische Gazpacho. Mm. Nordheim Westfalen's correct. Okay. So oh. you've got one. Okay, I've got, got one. Oh, this is going to get. This is going to get a bit down to the last one, I, I think. You still have a chance, yeah. You still have a chance. Okay. <laughs> one con- one uh, town in Germany next week will be celebrated. Next week! Mm-hmm. I happening? forgot I've got something. Hang on, I, I went out and ah, you know, because we're into October now, second of October, mm-hmm. and I thought ah, it's definitely a bottle of blue it's wine. Time, it's time. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> it's, it's time to start the oh, late Korken season. I already got my first Domino Steiner too. Yeah, I almost bought Domino Steiner, and I saw the late Korken. <laughs> Hang on, let's let's open the um, packet. The packet now. Yeah, let's. Let's start the lead cooking season. <laughs> now, oh, Merry Christmas soon. Can you laugh? You know, we've got already our uh, first Christmas party I mean, invitation. Yes. Oh, so have we from the school? Yeah, we got it yeah. also from the school. I yeah. mean, they're just asking around, do you plan on attending, which is doing, you know, preliminary, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and all that. But so I like, oh, God, you have 5th of December. Yeah, of course. It's coming around again. And the supermarkets are full of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have been for weeks. For at least one week, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, what, what I've seen. Edeka has been full for about four weeks. Oh, that's way in the back. In front way in the back, of, yeah. yeah. In front of the meat section, yeah. And it's all like, I'm not buying any of I've seen stolen stuff in other shops. I'm not buying any of this until October. Mm. Until October? Yeah, no, it's At the moment, yeah. we have October. Mm. Okay, so that's the Lebkuchen. I have to say, it's not Lebkuchen we're going to talk about now. <laughs> yeah, so that's Lebkuchen, but in other parts of Germany, they're having other things. And next week, is the 356th onion market in a particular town. Mm. All starts next week Friday. At 12 o'clock there's the official cutting of the onion cake. Okay, Zwiebelkuchen, onion onion cake sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Then they go on in the afternoon for the onion market show, followed by the onion market... um, Blas und Blues Musik. Blas und Blues Musik, okay. Okay. Some, uh, sorry, Saturday morning at 10, you, you might like this, uh, the Onion Market Frühschoppen. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And in the evening there's Onion Market Volksmusik. I want to go there, where is that? <laughs> <laughs> and it all finishes on Sunday evening. Oh, no, no, it doesn't finish on Sunday evening, I don't think. I think it went on a few more days, but I didn't print all the pages off. Um, with the... Zwiebelmarkt Ausklang. Okay. With the group Smoking Fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
The question is, which part of Germany do you think would be celebrating with onion cake? You asked me off before? Well, I could ask you with all 16 years. <laughs> no, I would think it's either Bavaria or Baden-Württemberg. Hmm. The choices are... <laughs> Neither one, right? Thüringen, mm-hmm. Sachsen-Anhalt mm. and Mecklenburg-Vorpommern. Thüringen. Why? Because it's closest to, to Bavaria. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And we eat lots of onions up there in northern Bavaria. We have the Zwiebelkuchen, Zwiebelsplots with the Federweizen. Um, do we have Federweizen in Thüringen? I'm sure they do. I mean, no, they don't have the vineyards that we have. But, ach, make it Thüringen. But do any of them have vineyards? Any of those states have got wine production? You said Thüringen, Mecklenburg, Vorpommern, and Sachsen-Anhalt? Mm-hmm. I don't think... Do any have an onion production? Hmm. It must be, you know, a prized um, product, uh, if they have such a long cultural thing about it. 350 years of... 356 years, of, of celebrating the onion mm-hmm. for what it's worth. Thüringen, mm. Sachsen-Anhalt. Okay, I changed my mind once. I make it Sachsen-Anhalt. Why? Because... Oh, we're up to 25 minutes here. Yeah, yeah. Mecklenburg-Vorpommern is along the sea, and I don't think they have much to do with... Mm, fish with onions. Yeah, but also fish with garlic, <laughs> fish with anything. I mean, no. no. This has to be more of a inland uh-huh. vegetable. I mean, and if it's not Turing, and Turing is full of woods. I didn't say it wasn't. I know. Mm. Mm. I stick to my last choice, if you remember what it was. <laughs> Thüringen, Sachsen-Anhalt or Mecklenburg-Vorpommern? Sachsen-Anhalt. Take, take, take a decision. Sachsen-Anhalt. Uh, and it's for the T-shirt because mm-hmm. this will give you your majority. Mm-hmm. Or sh- should I stick to the Thüringen? Because that was my first <laughs> thing. Because it's closest to Bayern. I can't really help you, can I? I mean, I don't know how I'd be able to get... How Hmm. Yeah. Without shooting myself in the foot at the same time. Take a guess. Take an educated guess. Okay, uh, educated guess. This, this is so late at night. Are you crazy? Ine mene mu und raus bist du. Thüringen. Which size do you need? <laughs> See, my first intuition was right. Um, large. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's chewing them. Um, See, that was my first feeling because we do have so many onion fests up there hmm. where I come from. Uh, to be precise, in Weimar. So if you're in the mm-hmm. Weimar region next week, starting on the 9th of October 2009, it's onion time. 
yeah. Even even next week, uh, uh, this coming weekend, in one of the surrounding villages around Schweinfurt, uh-huh. they have some kind of Zwiebelfest. <laughs> <laughs> so you have actually managed after five podcasts mm. yeah, with I'm a T-shirt. I'm just one of the slow ones, you know. Okay. I shall have to see which uh, sizes are available. Actually, we'll large because they will fit any, everybody in the family. We'll take it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll move straight along then. <laughs> to the last thing that came out this week on Wednesday, um, are you aware of the new smoking laws in Hessen? Have they changed again? Yeah. I just on Wednesday this week, hmm. Hmm. CDU and FDP put forward uh, changes to the smoking laws in Hessen. They want to allow smoking in pubs with less than oh, yeah, uh, with less than seventy-five square meters, mm-hmm. or in rooms that are fully separate, or in casinos. And if you have the pub for yourself, so if you have a wedding or something in there and... I like a private booking. Private do and... Uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you private booking. Exactly. Then you're allowed to have it as, as a smoking restaurant. This is all meant to come in, depending on who they can agree on it, in January, February, March, something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it would just be fair if they did that, if we got through. Is it... Is it a good idea? I, I, I got used to my non-smoking pubs, to be honest. Well, I'm, I'm used to non-smoking per se, because mm. yeah, I only smoke outside. So. Yeah, but in the, in the, so if you've got a sort of smaller restaurant, and theoretically... Oh, no. I, I, I see it differently. Then people can choose to what place they go to. Like, oh, they smoke there, so I'm not going to go there. Mm. Yeah, okay. You mean you mean, so? So they might lose business by re- allowing people to smoke. But they might also gain certain business. Might gain other business. Yeah. yeah. In the winter time, for example. Or, uh, no, I think I think people have to choose where they want to eat or drink, and uh, you know, base it on that. Because even when I was a smoker, there were some there are some places around here in Obosa that said, "I'm not going in there. It's too smoky for mm-hmm. me. I don't like it." No, oh, I've got one one place I went to in Bad Homburg where there used to be a nice side room which you could use for functions. Mm-hmm. And it's now the smoker's room. Mm. So, oh, I won't go in there. I'm not going to have that for a function. It's, you know, it's all... Right. It always smells of smoke, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, so I, th- I think it lo- should be left up to the individual anyway, what they want to do. Whether they want to smoke, whether they want to go there, whether they can stand it or not, or, you know. But why in this... I mean, why in this country... Get back to the tape, to truly German. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to have different smoking laws in every state? Because it's a state law. I mean, they want to leave it up to the states to decide. I guess you basically, well, it shouldn't be a federal law. I don't know why they sh- can't make it a federal law. Because maybe some states depend more on that type of business, like in Berlin, mm. and, you know, where the tourists are. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, there, there's quite a few things in Germany where I wonder why is that a state law, not a federal law? Hmm. I have no idea. Hmm. And now I've got a mouthful of leap cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can't talk. Hey, that's my chance. <laughs> uh, 
and sometimes I think you know, there's, there's some federal laws where I think well, leave it to the states but uh, well, it's easier to just to push it off to the states and let them decide maybe it's just such a minor thing mm. I mean they wouldn't fit their agenda you know but no I mean but other countries manage it Spain and true. UK and everything they, they have their national laws for it yeah but they they might even obey them less you know mm. I the U- the U- Maybe it's changed. The, U- the UK seems to observe it very mm-hmm. stringently. Um, Spain is a thing amongst itself. I mean, I, I, I can't honestly say. I've read so much about it. I mean, I've read on notes from Spain about mm. smoking laws, whether they're there, whether they're not there, whether they're being ignored. And when I think about it, and when I was in Madrid, and I can't honestly say that I remember whether they pubs were sticking to it or not or the restaurants you don't know but that's probably probably because you sit outside so much that's true too see yeah Yeah. I mean if if you're sitting outside in the the good weather you know it doesn't apply anyway so it's only if you're in sort of a booked room or something yeah I think if it's if it's a private thing but why the thing is if the restaurant is smaller than 70 75 square metres so that means they really need that kind of clientele. I read something like one third of all Germans smoke. Okay. So I guess the other third maybe doesn't go out, and the other third is <laughs> old and young people or something. I, I mean, you know, hmm. I don't, I don't know how they deliver the statistics, but uh, I think it's a good idea to be a bit more liberal. Hmm. It doesn't. It won't change my habits, though. <laughs> as far as going out, or um, it might change mine if, if somebody <coughs> I want to go suddenly allows it again. Yeah. No. I won't go there, maybe. That's the yeah. See, that that's the thing. For you as a non-smoker, you will say that no, I'm not going there. Where well, I still went to the same bars, mm-hmm. even though it was non-smoking. See, it didn't change anything for me. Yeah. 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 See. So they might. Yeah. They might lose out. Okay. We shall see. Anyway, that was Truly German, episode 5, with another t-shirt one. Mm-hmm. And now that Maria's got her t-shirt... I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like your chance, and you're an expat living in Germany, or maybe you live in England and you know enough about, or another country, you know enough about Germany to say, I could do that then go to www.allthingsgerman.net or even, if you're going to go directly, www.trulygerman.net which will redirect you there in the first place. And, yeah, leave us an email or comment and uh, we'll get in touch. Hopefully back soon with new contestants. Bye. Bye-bye. German is a podcast from allthingsgerman.net Responsible for the content is Graham Tappenden in 61440 Oberursel, Germany